This is Work From Home, the podcast that helps you stay connected, productive and sane while working remotely. I'm Harry and today is the final part of my conversation with Faye McGuinness from mind.org.uk, a really amazing organisation that's doing really good work and helping us all stay sane while we're working remotely. Today, in the final part of our chat, we actually covered some really useful stuff, some actionable, some helpful tips on how we can be better looking after ourselves, making sure that we are in a good mental state and an ability to do the work that we need to do uh, while working remotely. So she's got some really great tips. And so we'll jump straight into her advice for you, a remote working individual. Enjoy. What can managers do? What can we as employees do to kind of bolster our well-being? both now and as we sort of move back towards being in an office environment, do you think? Um, So the first thing that I would recommend is that um, employees complete what we would call a wellbeing action plan. Um, And a wellbeing action plan is quite a simple tool, really, that gets you to think about your mental health and wellbeing. Uh, You can find this on the Mind website, and we have created one for the working from home environment. And effectively, it gets you to think about what keeps you well, what might impact on you in terms of stress um, and what might cause you to have poor mental health? What are the, some of the things that you might need to action to support yourself? What can your manager do? What your, can your colleagues do? So it's a whole range of questions that really get you gets you to start thinking about uh, mental health. And particularly if you haven't done that before, I think it's a really good tool. And then what we do at Mind is we share that with our line manager and we revisit that at one-to-ones, at appraisals, you know, so it's a real opportunity to do that. So I would recommend that as an individual, you think about completing a wellbeing action plan, and that if you feel comfortable enough to do so, you share that with your manager. For some people, it can be really hard to articulate or to start a conversation about mental health and wellbeing, Um, and this isn't just for people that have mental health problems, this is for everybody, um, because actually organisations should be promoting wellbeing for all. So a wellbeing action plan is absolutely something that um, we would recommend. One of the other things that I have been doing personally myself is I've had to really start rethinking and redefining my non-negotiables. And, you know, they were tested at the beginning of COVID. But for me, there were some real non-negotiables about some of the stuff that I have to do to keep me well. A classic example of this is before lockdown is that I would have to batch cook at the weekend. So that in the week, I wasn't stressed about getting home from work, having to cook. So a really simple thing, um, but that was a non-negotiable for me. And actually what I recognise in lockdown is that I still needed to do that. So I was still eating healthy um, and still getting, you know, the, the nutrients that I needed. So I think it's really important as employees that you think about what your non-negotiables are and that they're communicated to your manager and your teammates so that they know that they're the things that really matter and that you can't negotiate on. And I think particularly for parents, we've seen that it's been a really difficult time um, trying to kind of manage work and also looking after your children, teaching, all of that. And I think actually for some parents, that level of guilt that they, you know, they might not have been doing well enough in any of those areas. Um, So I think there's something really there about people's non-negotiables when it comes to their well-being. And I would really recommend that employees think about what they are. It could just be two or three things. And I think, yeah, I think that's really vital. The other thing that I would talk about is peer support. Um, We recognise that not everybody might feel, you know, might not feel comfortable to talk to their manager. You know, we know that for many employees, they still have this fear of, am I good enough if I disclose that I'm not feeling well? You know, if I show that I'm struggling, you know, is that going to affect what people think about me? But actually just trying to create some systems around peer support. So you might be somebody that gets better interactions just one on one. So is there anybody in your team that you can kind of build that peer support in? 
you might be somebody that prefers that that wider sort of team environment so can you join any kind of social things that are happening online so we know that social connection is so important so I think trying to create that peer support and and that sort of buddy system for yourself can be can be really useful but recognize that that's not for everybody um, and some people find that quite difficult but that sort of social connection is is really really strong and I think for line managers line managers in particular as I said nobody always fully knows what everybody's home living situation is and we can't all assume that everybody's living in a safe home or in an environment that's conducive to good mental health um, so I think for line managers you know using tools like the well-being action plan making sure that well-being is part of all one-to-one discussions at team meetings we have temperature checks and we ask people to check in on how they're feeling um, if they feel comfortable enough to talk about you know they're not feeling great you know why that might be um, so really start to create those cultures where actually well-being isn't discussed as a kind of add-on it's just part of the conversation and I think we can do that now because we've, we've all been through a collective experience together yeah I, I couldn't agree more and and that was actually going to be my, one, one of my follow-up questions is what can we do to help our colleagues like what 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 can we do to be to be good colleagues remotely do you think like what does that look like when we can't just sort of offer someone a coffee or take someone out for lunch or whatever like what what do you think that looks like at the moment yeah definitely i think it's really difficult when you're remote from people one to kind of know if somebody's not feeling their best um so how do you know that and i think for me there's been a couple of signs that i've noticed so we use teams we've been using that since lockdown it's been a godsend in terms of you know being able to communicate but sometimes you can recognise that some people have been very quiet on there or not engaging in any of the posts whatsoever. And so sometimes that can be a bit of a sign maybe that people have kind of gone quiet or not engaging as much. So it might be that you just send that person a direct message and say, hey, just checking in. How are you doing? I think when you're you know, on a video call with, with people, I think, again, it can be quite difficult to kind of read. Um, but I would, you know, where you possibly can, Try starting most of your calls with just a check-in on how people are doing. People might not be ready to talk, but it just opens the door or gives the opportunity if you need to. So I think that's quite important. And I do think that creating social connection time that's not like at the end of the day is really important because particularly if you're parents, you know, it's very difficult for you to stay on past five o'clock. You should be incorporating that into your day so people don't get to five o'clock and think, I can't I can't connect in this because that's how you start to isolate different groups of people. So I think just incorporating some of that well-being stuff in your day is really important. What I would also say is that you will have people in your team, in your organization that have existing mental health problems. And they had mental health problems before COVID hit and COVID might have you know impacted on them more me- negatively in terms of how they're feeling now. So I think it's just making sure that and this is really for the employer, that it's very, very clear what support is available at the moment for staff and really making clear in communication about, you know, what, what support um, is there if, if people need it. Um, we talk to a lot of employers that talk about the fact that they've got an employee assistance programme and that's available for employees. And I sort of ask the question at the moment, but is it still fit for purpose? You know, have you checked with that employee assistance programme who are an external provider that they understand the current context, they've done some training around mental health and COVID, you know, that, they, that they're knowing kind of some of the themes and issues. And many employees have said to me, we haven't really done that. So I think just making sure that the support that's available is responding to the current need is, is going to be vital. 
Definitely. And I, and I think just generally a number of the points you mentioned there, I think as a manager, it's so easy to to just crack on when we're remote. It, like I think one of the one of the things you mentioned that's kind of really struck to me is just, just you, it's actually hard to tell if someone is out of sorts or whatever, because, you, you, you know, when someone walks into an office, you get an immediately immediate take on how they're looking what their facial expressions like, what their demeanor is like, their manner and all that kind of stuff. And you just, you don't get that in a remote environment. And it's very easy without kind of structured ways of ensuring that you stay in touch and stay communicative. It's just really easy to crack on and just do loads of work in your in your little bubble. Thank you again to Faye. That was a really, really interesting episode and definitely a lot that we can all be doing to, to kind of moving towards uh, hopefully a slightly healthier, healthier mind, healthier well-being when we're when we're um, isolated in in lockdown hopefully not for too much longer but anyway still really useful stuff mind.org.uk is the website to head to to get access to all of the information that Faye shared with us today and as ever please do share this episode with at least one person you think would also enjoy it would really help us grow this this new and uh, growing community that we find ourselves in and uh, and are really enjoying so yeah would love that if you could share this with them wfhpodcast.com is where you'll find more information on what we're doing and we'll be back very soon thanks very much for listening